Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello and welcome into another edition of Back Shoulder Fade uh, with clearly, uh, you know, a great co-host of Zach Griffith and obviously uh, the, the, the best host, uh, Caleb Lynn, back in the chair uh, this week. Uh, take it over. Slow down. Slow down uh, on that. Uh, uh, we, we've got, we've got, we've got plenty of, we've got plenty of podcasts available for you to listen to at your own discretion. Whether it's uh, this, whether it's the Circle City Cinema, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, it, we, we name it, you got it. Um, you know, Zach I, is always fond of the Golden Globes, uh, so don't be afraid to check out uh, some of the work oh. that becoming it on the gold Globes, the highlight the, of my year award shows. Uh, I mean, you, you got, you got a uh, right. You got Bryce Shaddy and I, uh, talking some football and, and Zach will be joining us. We'll give you a little exclusive on BSF. Zach will be joining us for, so, I mean, we're, we'll be talking mostly oh, bets yes. on here, but we're going to be talking game by game, uh, on the, uh, on the Len Sandy podcast. So if you're more into that, that's available for you to listen to as well. And obviously the power hour where NBA deals are happening, teams are making moves in the league. Um, and we're seeing some teams fizzle out that may not have thought we're going to fizzle out. Darko, so. Caleb. Darko, man yeah, of the people. Darko won over people like Zach. Yes. Uh, and maybe Alex talks about that. But anyhow, we the are back. The people's coach. The people's coach, um, Darko. You know, we, we, we don't, I guess, I mean, Zach, we don't really have our traditional same game parlay. We don't really have that. This week kind of sucks. Kind of sucks, but we couldn't. Kind of sucks. Give us some ideas. If people at home, give us some ideas. What were you? <laughs> kind of sucks, but Caleb, you know, this is something we're going to have to navigate with the NFL ending and the NBA ramping up into the only part of the season that matters. But, you know, we, we floated the idea of doing the TNT games. You're right. Doing a doing a SGP for those games, uh, it just really depends on when the books put up odds for. Because usually I'm doing my research for this pod Tuesday night or or uh, Wednesday on during some downtime. Mm-hmm. But you know it's tough. If, you know if you follow the books like we do, sometimes you want to dive into something happening two or three days from now, and you can't. Yeah, you can't because they just don't they don't have the odds for them. They don't have the spread, whatever. Uh, and we kind of ran into that with the playoffs here, but I don't really care because it's the playoffs. There's so much you can talk about from a betting standpoint, from an analysis standpoint. So both of these pods tonight, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what we're going to do. Um, you know, we'll have a big reek of, um, you know, of the NFL. And we got what? We got two games uh, on Saturday. We got three on Sunday and one on Monday. Zach, I mean, it's finally here. It's finally here. Uh, one to 10. Where's your excitement level? What's that? 10. That 10. Is that a 10? Because uh, we were able to dodge the Falcons and we were able to dodge the Saints. Okay. We don't have to watch those two teams, those two sorry teams in the playoffs. All right. We do get to see. Caleb's favorite quarterback of all time, uh, Joe Flacco. We get to see Bryce Shaddy's favorite quarterback of all time, CJ Stroud. We, we get to see some new faces, Caleb. That's what I'm excited for because you're getting some franchises that 
I mean, Caleb, the first game of the playoffs is Browns-Texans. Two of the worst franchises of our lifetimes, Caleb. Did we ever think ever that they would be facing off against each other in the playoffs? No. No. So, well, I mean, you have that game. Knew they, were, they knew they were making the playoffs Sunday morning. You told about Wednesday. They, they knew they were going to make playoffs. Didn't they say? All right. Just you want to screw off. You want to screw off. Okay. Okay. Whatever. You get, you get your little jabs in now. But then you look to the NFC, Caleb. You got the storyline everyone's been pounding, pounding into the, into the ground. Rams, Lions. You know, we don't really need to talk about that. Then you got Jordan Love and the Packers, Caleb, which nobody seems to want to mention this week, but the Packers made the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Okay? They made the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love having a stellar season, especially to end end the season uh, this year. Matt LaFleur showing everyone that he is a good coach that he can adjust, that it wasn't just Rodgers. They're facing off against the Cowboys. Of course, Mike McCarthy's, uh, you know, his old team coming to town. Sure. Cowboys have had historic struggles with the with the Packers in the playoffs, especially, you know, the past 10 years. So that's a game to watch. And then Chiefs-Dolphins is the other game for me, Caleb, because I'll say... Yeah, let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. I'll save it. I'll we'll save break it. Down these, we'll break down but these. those are the three, the three, uh, that mostly caught your eye. That caught my eye. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's, let's, let's go in order. Let's go in order of when the viewers are going to be listening to these games and when are they, when they're going to be watching these games. Um, so we, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans they are starting to stop. Zach, you mentioned it. I mean, you talk about some franchises that haven't had a lot of success in the last couple, last 15, 20 years. This is probably at the top of the list. I mean, the Houston Texans this year, uh, they won the AFC South. Uh, they, they come in, they beat the Colts on Saturday night. Jacksonville just absolutely stumbles against the Titans, which then eliminated them from the playoffs. And, and you know, you look at this Cleveland team, and, you know, Zach touched on a little bit ago. I mean, they were Absolutely, and and a mess of quarterback. Flacco comes in, and despite what I might think of his overall play, uh, he's played well over the last, uh, you know, what probably month or so uh, as the starting quarterback. So, oh yeah, um, let's let's start with just kind of the basics here on the spreads. Um, so right now we got the Browns at two and a half, over under forty four and a half. Um, Zach, this is an interesting game to me because the Texans, like Stroud is, you know, probably the better quarterback in this matchup. And getting the home team, getting a Houston team with a good quarterback as an underdog, you know, obviously has his peels. Meanwhile, you got this Browns defense that, you know, might be the best in the playoffs. They're one of the best defenses in the playoffs. And you're asking, and you could bet them at less than three points, depending on how high or, you know, how sustainable you think the Browns are. Is there any lean for you in this game between the Texans and the Browns in terms of a spread here? Spread's a trap. 
The spread, the spread's a trap here. But if I had to lean one way or the other, I would lean the Browns because these teams played each other once this year. The Browns pretty much laid it on them. Uh, that was one of the first Joe Flacco games, if not the first. And Caleb, I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about this. Like Joe Flacco, one of the best playoff quarterbacks of like best fifteen years. I know, I know, he's older now, right? Obviously, but. He caught he caught fire at the right time. Uh and I, I hope taking last week off didn't didn't uh derail that, but you know, the Browns Stefanski's won a playoff game uh with the Browns. I do like the Texans at plus money. You got him at plus one twenty. Um but this is the best defense that the Texans have faced, and that's Stroud has faced probably this year. Probably the best defense they faced. Uh, like I said, they didn't really show up against them in the first matchup. So the over/under of forty-four and a half, I would lean over. I would lean over, but I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, I do like Nico Collins to have a good game. I would probably lean his over uh, just because of the injuries in the secondary that the Browns have had recently. But uh, I have another. Speaking of CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud to have over one and a half passing touchdowns plus 120. Hello. I like that. Hello. I mean, I that's, like that. that's definitely not a, not a bad bet. And you look at the way he's been playing over the last month, and they got people uh, hearing the other day on ESPN, you know, people saying that Mahomes and Allen are the only quarterbacks. And Lamar, like the only quarterbacks they would take over Stroud. I don't know why. It's, it's insane. The, the discourse has been on him. But he's played very well. He deserves a lot of credit for that. I, I think what's interesting is, Zach, I like your logic specifically if the over were in play. If, if, I, if, I, if, I, th- if I think the game is over, Zach, I'll, I'll say this. If I think the game is over the number, I think Houston wins. I just think they're. I just think that comes down to better quarterback play, and they're at home, and I just think there'd be comfort level. I think the play in this game, the play that I've been really thinking about for a while, is just taking that money line with the under with the Browns, and parlaying it together. Or here's something else I would I would you know consider is I don't know if the Browns are going to be. I don't know if I would want to play the game of let's score a touchdown faster with the Texans. I mean, 41 and a half yards for Jerome Ford seems like a smash. It does seem like a smash. I mean, that seems like a smash. And I think the Browns, and I think the Browns, if they're going to win this game, are going to control the clock. I mean, Zach, this is a great offensive line despite some of the injuries. I mean, do you think I'm crazy at all for potentially... I mean, just really loving that 41 and a half. I, mean, I just feel like that's so little. I mean, I know Ford isn't necessarily the greatest back ever, but that just feels low. Well, no, but the Texans have some injuries up front. And, you know, going back to this being a, you know, if it hits the over, you got a high scoring game. Don't you, don't you not mind Joe Flacco in a high scoring playoff game? He's been in them with Peyton Manning. He's been in them with Tom Brady. Like, 
I again, I know he's older. I know that was a long time ago, but like, if he's if he's slinging like it on the road, that's fine. That's fine. You know, if you don't want to like it on the road or you don't want to like it because of who's on the other side, that's fine. But I'm just saying, if you're looking at the over and it gets to be, you know, if you're at like, I think this game has the potential. If everything goes right for Houston, you could be like 20 to 17 at half, like that kind of game. That kind of game. Again, I know this Cleveland defense is very tough, but I'm excited to see what CJ Stroud can do. And my my point is, if it's a if it's a high scoring game and the over is smashed, I don't mind Joe Flacco in that spot. I don't mind his props in that spot. Fair enough. I mean, in Joku at fifty six and a half yards, Zach um, Hammer. If you're looking if you're yeah. I mean, you want to look at an interesting play. Um, Four of the last six weeks, Njoku has crossed that over. Four of the last six weeks, Njoku has crossed that over. Um, I've got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Njoku and Sam Laporta, the best tight ends in the NFL this year? This year? Yeah, without really thinking about it. Maybe George yeah, Kittle. and the only only one Maybe George Kittle, George Kittle or Hawkinson uh-huh. before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. But you brought up Njoku. Njoku's made me shove it. He's made me shove it all year. Yeah, so man. I'm trying to give him some props. At least you owned it. I like that. Next up, we got the uh, we got the Dolphins. We got the we got the uh, the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Um, I already bet this game. Uh, I already <laughs> bet this game. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, we got a total of 44 and a half. Um, so am I just supposed to be like, ignore everything that we've said about the chiefs? Am I supposed to ignore it? Am I just supposed to act like that? Nothing that we've said over the last couple months doesn't seem relevant in this conversation. It's the playoffs. It's the freaking playoffs. And look, I mean, and you can have an idea of where I'm going to go with this. I already bet Miami plus on the spread. I bet it. I bet it. Oh, wow. I like it more plus four because I I don't, I don't think this Kansas city chiefs team should be favored by this. I just don't. I just don't. This is not a Kansas city chiefs team. That's been what they've Can I make a counter? Can I make a counter? Cause I actually don't mind the spread. On who though? On who? I don't mind the minus four for the Chiefs. Oh. Let me let me like listen, listen. If you're going off recency, which is all these lines go off of, except if you're the Cardinals and Vegas hates you and they give you a uh, double digit line no matter who you play. Hashtag recency recency bias. The last two weeks of the season. Miami gets waxed by your Ravens, and then they no. uh, blow the Buffalo game at home, which, in my opinion, was a must-win game in hindsight. Okay? So they lost, they gave up 56 points against Lamar, and then okay. they give up... Uh, okay? So, and now you're... Okay. All of the stats for Tua in the cold weather, all of them go against him. Yes, I'm with you. This is probably the worst Mahomes Chiefs team 
it is the worst Mahomes Chiefs team. But I, I just simply can't trust the Dolphins in this spot because I, they, I feel like they had to win that Buffalo game. They had to. They were better than Buffalo all year. For them to lose that game, I thought was pretty embarrassing because they've been better than Buffalo all year. They were too good of a team. Too good of a team not to have a home playoff game. Now they have to go to Arrowhead, one of the hardest places to play in the regular season, let alone the playoffs. Crowd's going to be bumping because, you know, they know know they're not as good as last year or year before or whatever. But, you know, these teams played each other once. Granted, it was an international game, so... And it was a weird game, if you guys remember. Uh, very weird game, which the Chiefs won, but I don't have a problem with the spread because of how the Dolphins ended their season. They ended the season so badly, not to mention the injuries on the defensive side. Uh, Waddle banged up as well. Mostert banged up. Surprise, surprise. I just have no, no problem with this spread. Matter of fact, I'll take the minus four uh, with the Chiefs, and I'll, I'll roll with that because you got you got to eat some crow in the Dolphins here. You got to eat some crow. Yeah, I said I would. I said I would. You got to let me first. Right, let's let hear me. it because you you told me Wait, for a I month or two. On, I was wrong on that Miami game. I was wrong. You you was told wrong. me no. You told me for a month or two that yes I oh, have. They're gonna beat. They're gonna be the Bills. I, you're right. The Bills. I said I was wrong, and I'm wrong. Granted, granted, I don't think you said they were going to roll over. Let's so let's let's make I, sure we keep that yeah, clear. Well, sure, but, sure. But they, I said they, Buffalo's they going to kill them, but, but they lost. But they lost, and I'll admit my I'll admit my defeat. Look, when when I when I see this when I see this Miami team, when I see this Miami team, look, you know, maybe I'm just crushed on the hard knocks. Maybe that's just what it is. But yeah, you are. I, I mean, I think McDaniel's an elite coach. I do too. I, I love do. McDaniel. I mean, I don't think that they were in that game. It but it's like not his fault. His quarterback can't play in the cold. It's not his fault. But I, okay, but can I? He he is a clutch quarterback. Tua Tua has been a clutch quarterback. Tua throughout his entire career has proven to be a clutch quarterback. He just has. He came in as a third string quarterback in the biggest college football program in America and won can I make a point? championship. Can I make a point here? Go ahead. It's his first playoff game. And you're going to Arrowhead. It's Tua's first playoff game, and he has to go to Arrowhead. But I'm just In January. I'm saying he has had a a, a career, an illustrious career, might I add. I'm not saying he has. Being able to deliver in big moments. In college, yes. In college, yes. I mean, in the NFL, in the NFL, you're right. We're we're on a TBD, but let's not ignore. Let's let's. You want to talk about the Chiefs? Let's. You want to talk about the Chiefs? The Miami not being good. Let's talk about the fact that Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Las Vegas Raiders at home. Let's talk about the fact. What did I just say? I just said this was the worst New England Patriots team. team that they only beat the New England Patriots by ten points. Let's talk about the fact that Green Bay beat them by eight points, and it seemed like they were in in total panic mode. This 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 Kansas City this Kansas City Chiefs team is being treated like they were two or three years ago by this spread. They just are. 
they're not being treated by where they currently are. I what? I don't All think it's sudden, based Travis on no, 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 out no, the no. middle of nowhere. I don't is think the spread happen? is based. I don't think the spread is based on the Chiefs' past. I think it's based on how the Dolphins finished the year, the injuries the Dolphins have had, and the statistics. I sent them to you today. The statistics of Tua in right, you know, lower temperature right. games. It's just not good. Not good. So right. yes, the Chiefs are probably getting at least a point here for being the Chiefs and being the defending champs. But I think the line is mostly based on the injuries to Miami's defense and Tua not being good in the cold. And like I said, this is Tua's first playoff game. It's his first playoff game. He didn't play in the playoff game last year. Look, I love McDaniel. I think McDaniel's an elite coach. I got him as a top five coach. But going to Arrowhead in the cold, it's just different. So I don't have a problem with this line. Um it sucks for Miami. It sucks because they it had a sucks. great year. It just sucked. They had a they had a great year. You know? Probably yeah. their best year post Dan Marino. And that's like twenty five years. Okay. Right. But it, it just sucks. You're right. You're right. It does suck. Um it does suck. Um, but I, I just I think this game I, I really hope this game's interesting. I hope this game's interesting. I I think this game can be interesting. Um, I, mean, I think this team will fight. I think this Miami team will fight. Um, and I'll win, but I, I think the numbers the numbers too high for me. Next up, uh, Buffalo uh, uh, Steelers Buffalo. Uh, I bet this the minute it came out. Uh, I just bet it the minute it came out. I bet it on the Bills minus eight and a half. Um, I just this is this is bye 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 bye. Yeah, well, and now it's Bye-bye. minus ten, and you're yeah, particular. I mean, you yeah. are well. You are usually uh, scared off by the big spreads. So why? You're, you're absolutely. You right. know this moved to ten. This moved to ten today. I know you don't like the Steelers at all. I, but like, I, I do not. I do not. But I don't listen, think can the I, Steeler team is real. Listen. <laughs> it's not real. I, yeah. Let me give. Let me give the Steelers. A little bit of respect here. Okay. This team has no business being in the playoffs. This is one of Mike Tomlin's best coaching jobs ever. And the fact that this could potentially be his last game as the Steelers head coach is a joke. Well, it's well, laughable. It's not a joke if he's leaving on his own. It's not a joke Fine. if he's leaving if he, on his own Okay. If he's leaving on his own terms, not a joke. But if he gets fired or if he's forced out, <laughs> joke. 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 Steelers fans. Parting ways. Parting ways. Are you okay with parting ways? Are you okay with the parting ways? If like if there's a if there's a statement coming out from the Steelers that says we're mutually parting ways, what do you stand on mutually parting ways? I'm, that's fine with that. I'm fine with Oh, you that. are fine. fine with the PR of mutually parting ways. Well, what do you expect from the Steelers? <laughs> what do you expect from the Steelers? The Steelers are historically speaking, the NFL, the Steelers are the model for organizational structure where there's there's a clear structure you got the ownership who basically lets the coach do whatever he wants the coach's job for the Steelers is to manage and continue to cultivate the Steelers culture which is hard-nosed defense right disciplined football and you win games and he's done all three of those he's done all three of those 
Yes. That's what that's what a Steelers coach is supposed to do. There's a reason this team's only had this this team's only had three coaches since we went to the moon, Caleb. Okay? Yeah. Three coaches. Three coaches. Since nineteen sixty nine. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're right. Totally. So I'm looking at it from there that it could potentially be his last game. Um and I think the players know that too. Now not having TJ Watt sucks. Uh, it really sucks. It does. You're right. But, you know, it might not seem like it for Steelers fans, but a pretty good season to end up in the playoffs when you had three different quarterbacks and a bunch of drama with your receivers and all that stuff. So, granted, I think they're going to get killed. Uh, I think there's a slight chance that they're going to cover this spread because the players know it could potentially be Tomlin's last game. But there's also the chance Josh Allen uh, just does Josh Allen things and they win by, you know, 12 plus. But I'm looking at the over under for this game, which is 36 and a half. Uh, This tells me the books don't think the Steelers are going to score more than 14 points. Yeah. They're going to score like 10 to 13 points. That's what this is telling me. Um, So I am, because Watt is out, I am inclined to look at the over because I think the Bills could just... Really? (laughs) If the Bills get 30, can the Steelers get me seven? Can they give me seven? Wow. Wow. I mean, you think they'll score 30? On the Steelers' defense? It's possible. No what? No what? Man, I, that's tough. I, 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 man, it's tough. Right, I mean, right, can, you get, can you give me, can you give me 28? 27? I, I don't know the weather. I, I'd be interested to look up. Um, if I, I can look it up real quick, but, um, it's one of those games where Buffalo is just so tricky in the weather, you know, in terms of, Oh, like, how's it going to look? Cause it's 25 degrees right now, 30% humidity, 30% precipitation, 23 mile per hour wind gust, uh, is the mm. projection. And I mean, this could be a game Zach where just throwing bulbs doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. You, you might, well, be better off. You might be better off with taking a maybe maybe looking at. I I don't know this off the top of my head, but just trying to see if you went in this direction. Is there any incentive in in particularly taking a half spread or taking a half the total? Uh, is it worth saying okay, Buffalo uh, in the first quarter uh, getting a certain amount of points? Um, first quarter total six and a half. First in the court, first quarter six and a half. You think Buffalo can get a touchdown? You think they can put a right on him? You think they could just put a right on him right from the jump? Or 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 would you consider or would you consider looking at a first half spread or first half total points with the Bills at 12 and a half? I'm just trying to think of they, I think if you're the risk of this Steeler team, Zach, is I mean, I do think they fight because they wouldn't be in this position had they not. And I mean, let's just be honest. The Bills are the Jekyll, the Jekyll and Hyde of this playoffs. Buffalo Bills could absolutely kill the Steelers, and nobody would be shocked. 
But I think you'd be lying to my face. And I think anyone would be lying if they said they're just a hundred percent confident that it's like, they're just going to just like, it's the bills. The bills are the most often on team probably in the playoffs. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's, well, especially in AFC. I'll say this. This would be the worst loss of the weekend. If the bills lost, you think so? Uh, no doubt. It would be the worst loss. Wow. But if you're thinking wow. if you mentioned, wow. Yeah, I mean, what else? Dallas. Yeah, but the Steelers are worse than the Packers. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, that would be that would be really bad for the Cowboys. Yeah, and that would probably mean McCarthy gets fired and all that stuff. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, are we sure? Like, there'd be a lot of uh, uh, potential damage done with that. I just think from quality of opponents. This would be the worst loss. Yeah, but I can't. You mentioned might be a might be a run and gun type of game. Like if you like that, James Cook to have two touchdowns plus nine fifty. Something to look at. Wow. Again, no. Again, no. TJ Watt. Wow. Again, it makes so me wonder if he's does, ever done that. I think he has done that. He's done that this year for sure. He has. Interesting long shot. It's an interesting long shot. You're just like, hey, I'm flipping something just to flip it sticks. Here's this. If you want to stick with the running theme, Josh Allen to have 25 rush yards in each half plus 650. Plus 650. Hmm. So you'd, you'd be hoping he would look to scramble a little bit. You, you, you know, at this point. Yeah, like he did against Miami last week a little bit. That's, a, that's the kind of game you'd be, be wanting, but I don't know. This game, it's really only interesting from a betting standpoint. Uh, You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, matchup-wise, yeah. the Bills should be beating. Matchup-wise, the Bills should be beating them. They are the better team. Um. And that they're under a lot of pressure to have a, a big run this year. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, next up, uh, we got the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Zach mentioned it on the Packers. Making the postseason without Aaron Rodgers and the Cowboys. Getting the division title um, after, you know, I mean, granted, they were kind of looking towards the division title, but Philadelphia had an opportunity to potentially get it back, Zach. But they lose two in a row. Yep. Dallas um, gets this, you know, gets gets the win last week over Washington. Mats is back, beats Detroit at home, and now can get at least two games at home, at least two games at home, depending on what happens. So, um, I like the Packers on the spread. I like the Packers on the spread. I like the Packers on the spread quite a lot. I um, do too. I think I think I think seven and a half is a lot of points. Um, now you could talk, you could say that's a trap and then I'm falling right in it. Uh, because Dallas is just, they're stupidly good at home. They're just, they're stupidly good at home. They're, yeah, they put up 40 plus so well many home. times. Yes. Now, granted their quality of opponent, not great besides the Eagles and, and Seattle, but yes, you know, Green Bay, I feel like was on the Seattle tier for a while. They kind of separated themselves 
at the end, but they were on that Seattle tier of team where, you know, just middle of the pack team hung around all year and then they finally made it. But I'm with you. It could be a trap. Plus seven and a half. It could be. I don't uh, like it. I don't love it. The fear, the fear factor is how good the Cowboys have been at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, how comfortable are you backing? How comfortable are you? Uh, are you again? You know, how good do you think Dallas is at home? Is is the question? The, the Cowboys, like I said, they have a Green Bay curse. You know, they yes. got the Dez catch. They got the Jared Cook catch. So I feel like this. You can't tell me Cowboys fans aren't thinking about that. Right. They are. 100%. Yep. 100%. 100%. And I, I, think, I think they can make it a close game. I think the game will be a little closer. Um, I, I think Dallas win. I mean, I feel comfortable saying that. I think Dallas will win the game. I do too. I just, I just, but I just feel like that's a lot of points to a team that, you know, I think has proven in time that maybe they can slip up. Now, and to their credit, a lot of people thought that Washington game, you and I are texting. We're like, oh my gosh, Dallas, 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 Dallas. They're going to blow it. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Second half, they just look like the best team in football. So that's, well, the, that's, you, the, problem, that's the problem betting against. That's, that is the problem. Yeah. That's what makes them really hard to bet on. They're always, always available to stay in games because it, it just... They, Tales you have going. Yes, it's a they're a freight train. They're just a freight train, and they're just rolling down that hill, and it doesn't feel like you can stop. That's when they're really, really good. So it's one of those bets that you would have to be sweating the entire time. But I, I do, I do like that. Um, well, if, if you, you do like think me, it's a trap spread, yes. If you do think it's a trap spread, and you do think that, if you believe in the Packers demon against the Cowboys. You can mm-hmm. you can uh move the spread to plus two and a half to get you a plus two thirty five. Plus two and a half for the Packers. So if you think it's gonna be a close game, if you think Jordan Love is gonna I have arrived stamp on this game, you know, you could do that. You can also if you don't like it that close you can get plus money all the way to plus six and a half for the Packers. After that, you drop off. But you know, if you, if you seven, think getting the sevens nice, those that getting the seven is nice. Back. But if, if you, you think, think the, the Cowboys are going to cowboy, then you can do that. I'm with you. I think Dallas is going to win. I would be genuinely shocked if they didn't win. I would be stunned, and I'd have to eat a lot of crow on a couple of pots. You and I both would, but. You also have the three to one Packers money line. Uh, You know, everybody said all week how young the Packers are, but you know, Matt LaFleur will know. I feel like he'll know how to manage those nerves because this guy has been in two NFC title games, right? I agree with that. Been to the playoffs multiple times. Uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about it from that standpoint. So I, I think it'll be an interesting game for the first half at least. So maybe that's the at, number that you think that's worth it. You think you think you know if you're a chicken, you're worried about which I get it. I mean, I'm saying it like that just because it's understandable. If you're afraid of Dallas's ability to just kill them in the second half, 
or put together a rally. Is there any world where you think they could cover five and a half on the first half spread? Green Bay? Yes. I don't know. That's yes. one. That may be. Um, I can tell you right now, Zach, when you look at these props, the books don't respect the count, the, the, the Packers defense. They, they just don't. Oh, they shot. I mean, Prescott is at 275 passing yards. CeeDee Lamb's over-under is 100 and a half. Yeah. The, which is unreal. I just, I mean, I understand, you know, we can talk about CeeDee Lamb being probably the second best receiver in football. Again, if you're over-under as 100 and a half yards in the playoff game, that is unbelievable. Listen That's to this ridiculous. SGP. Listen to this SGP FanDuel's advertising. If you click on the... Packers Cowboys game. This is the first SGP they have. Dak Prescott, 300 yards. Jordan Love, 200 yards. <laughs> CD, 100 yards. CD, touchdown. Three of those legs are insane. Yeah, they're insane. And it's, a, it's, it's one of those things where it's very obvious. 300 the yards? Respecting. The, books, the books do not, the books think Dallas's offense could roll. And, and maybe so. Well, maybe they so. But they shouldn't respect Green Bay's defense. Green Bay's defense sucks. I did think they stepped up against the Bears. I mean, I know I don't want to overreact, but that's what caught me the most with the Packers last week. Against Getty? I mean... The now unemployed Getty? Here, now, here's the thing. I, we'll talk about this a little bit on Let's Say Andy with this game. Um, I mean, I think this game should be over by the first half. Dallas wants to really prove themselves a Super Bowl contender, and you think they are a Super Bowl contender? I agree. Then, then, it, then it might be worth just saying, "Look, they're going to drop the hammer and they're going to beat this team." Because I think that's what I agree. That's what it. That's what they need to show. But the Packers, Packers get frisky. I mean, like you said, they beat the Chiefs. You're right. You're right. They it's beat the much. Chiefs. They beat the. They beat Detroit. They beat the breaks off Detroit on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. All right. Next up, Lions. Rams host the Rams at Detroit, uh, Sunday night football. Um, Zach touched on it earlier. There's plenty of storylines. Goff faces his old team, Stafford coming to Detroit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Josh Reynolds facing a former team. Uh, when I look at that's that's one you your favorite receiver, folks. You never mentioned that one, folks. Uh, when I look at when I look perfectly at fine game, receiver, this is it. No, this is a this is a dead even oh the three points. I mean, they are just letting this line play out. They're just letting it play out. Um, the Rams, I mean, obviously we know their recent history of McVay. Um, <laughs> this is easily the hardest game for me. It, it's not even really close. Um, I, I would literally only take the Rams just because they're the other. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I would just take it just because they're plus the points. That's my lean. But, like, I actually think the Lions are kind of underrated. Stop. They're really good. They are being underrated. They're, they're, they're really being very underrated. People aren't, at least people I watched and listened to this week, like, they aren't factoring in that, you know, this is the first... Think about Detroit sports, dude. Right. Like, right. The Red Wings, the Red Wings run ended 
like 10 years ago. Yes. The Pistons are the ass cheek of the NBA. The Tigers suck. Like, this is the one shining light for Detroit sports is the Lions. And Michigan sports in general, you just had Michigan win the Natty, right? This place is going to be rocking. Ford Field is going to be untethered. Yeah. They're going to be insane. I feel like people aren't talking about that. And let's let's be honest about the Rams here. The Rams don't have a lot of loud home games. They don't. Mm. Not not in LA where nobody cares about football unless it's USC. Mm. So Mm. I I Look, I think Stafford's going to be pumped up, obviously, but and I, I'm betting, I'm betting Rams plus money. I just am for the simple fact of Sean McVay versus Aaron Glenn. That is a laughable matchup, Caleb. That is a laughable matchup. But you t- you take the over, you take the Rams plus money. That that to me, the over is easy. The over is easy because you got Detroit's defense. That's a sieve. And you got the Rams defense that, you know, their secondary really bad <laughs> against a nice group of receivers. Uh, you, you just you just shat on Reynolds for no reason. He's going to eat in this game, in my opinion. Then you have Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, if you just do Rams plus 142 money line with the over 51 and a half, you're already at plus 328. You're already at plus 328. And then if you want to add in, That's not- let's just see here. I mean, pick one of the receivers and take their over. Pick Puka and Cup. Pick between them or, or take both of them. Defense. You know respect for the defense. Well, why wouldn't I? <laughs> here, let's just, let's just do oh. Cooper Cup. <laughs> so you do Cooper Cup over 68 and a half. Then you're at plus 543. Call it the McVay parlay. Call it the Sean McParlay. All right, call it that because that's what it is. And do that, do that. Okay, you put down, you put down five bucks, you win twenty-seven. You put down ten bucks, you win fifty-four. I mean, <laughs> and then if you want, if you want to throw in a Lions player, I actually like Josh Reynolds at the over of twenty-seven and a half. So if you do those four legs for this game, Rams money line. Rams money line over 51 and a half. Cup over 68 and a half. And then Reynolds over 27 and a half. That's it. You're at plus 10, 11. I like, I like, I like that. That's pretty low. I'm not the biggest Josh Reynolds guy, but that's, that's pretty low. I mean, that's it. That's disrespectfully low. That is disrespectful. It's really this, low. That's really low. Against this, this Lions defense. Come on. And, and if he doesn't get it, shame on him, honestly. Shame on him. It's, yeah, because I mean, it, but I'm pumped for this game, man. I am pumped for this game. Oh, I'm going to be, be glued to it. Uh, no other game this weekend could have been the Sunday night game, in my opinion. This had to be it. Uh, Caleb, your guy, Demarcus Robinson, has a 40 and a half over under. That's a little intriguing as well. You have to consider. Yeah, you, look, I... couple things. couple things off the top for me. It's like we talked about. I think the Detroit offense is a wrecking crew at home. But something to note is that they had to play last week to secure the three seats. So they didn't rest. Meanwhile, LA did. Um, if you're into that narrative, 
that is something that I would look at. But I don't necessarily there's a lot of times where you know you, you get a team that's brand new to the playoffs and like people are saying that they aren't ready i think they're in a unique spot golf given his postseason pedigree on a team that doesn't have a ton already that's what i'm saying like, like people are acting I, like I, golf I, has I never like played golf. in a big game i like golf a lot um to, uh, on, uh, on, I think he could throw on this team. I think they will look to push the ball against this Rams secondary. Um, the numbers say that too, because Amon Ra is at eighty-eight. Um, yeah. If you're if you like Williams right now, I think Williams has been really good for them. He may, you know, maybe that's an interesting play as well. Um, yeah. Another one that I think is really intriguing is a player rushing receiving yard combination of Gibbs at 74 and a half. Yeah. You know, if you're like of the belief that he could make some plays on the ground and, or he could on the air, you just think he's going to have a good game. That's one to look at too. Um, Really nice running backs in this game. Yeah. I I mean, it's a great matchup. I have a tough time pushing back on Zach uh, take with the money line. Um, I get it with McVay. Uh, the spread once we I, I want to take the Rams on the spread. That's where my initial instincts are. But I also think that the spread is there for a reason. And part of me just really likes the broad lions because Yeah. It's not moved. Yeah, I mean Who, who's everybody picking? Everybody's picking everybody's picking the Rams. Everything you listen to, yeah. everything you watch, they're picking the Rams. Yet the line is not they are. And I know I just threw together that parlay and only had one lion's leg, but like, I agree. People are disrespecting the lions. They're disrespecting golf. I mean, they're acting like golf hasn't ever played in a big game, which is just not true. How many playoff games did he play in with right. Sean McVay? Right. You know, he played, he played in the Super Bowl for God's sake. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, and I count that Packers game last year as a big game, even though they had nothing to play for. Like, that was yep, his biggest right. game as a Lions quarterback. And he came through. He came through, they won. Uh, so, yes, I'm a little... That is in the back of my head that everyone's picking the Rams, but I don't know, dude. I feel like they they could be the sleeping giant of the playoffs. I just really do. Not to... And another thing for Detroit, uh, their O-line... Top five O line unit, obviously. The Rams' strongest unit of their defense is their D line. So, you know, that could cancel out. Rams' DBs suck. So I expect the Lions, I, I just expect a lot of points in this game. I just, I just do. Um, then we have our last game Eagles at Bucks. Um, Eagles, obviously, we talked about earlier. Lost two in a row. Tampa gets in and hosts the game by winning the NFC South. Um, Tampa, it's been real. It's been real. Um, I'll take the Eagles. I I I think I think, the, I, I think that the Baker stuff is you know, legitimate. <laughs> I think that's real. I mean, a lot of reports are saying that's very real. Uh, so the injuries, the injury, the injury is real. Yeah. Yes, um, 
I don't think they looked very, I mean, they looked awful against Carolina. They scored nine points. They didn't score a single touchdown. Um, I mean, I don't know if the Eagles are all that good, but I also don't know if the Eagles are that bad. I think that they can come in and use this as an opportunity to prove themselves here. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, they played him earlier in the year to have some decent success, Zach. Um, the under is kind of interesting. Um, I mean, it's dropping, so it's not going to go up anytime soon. It's dropping. Um, but I, I think there's a world where Philadelphia could really control this game. And I, I, I think what Tampa has done uh, should not be discredited. Uh, Bowles got this team really sizzling for a while uh, and deserves a ton of props for that, Zach. But I just, I, I just think Philly might have it. I think they just have it. I think, I think they're just a little better. I think they'll come out with a sense of pride. Uh, well, uh, you just swayed me. I mean, I was going to come on here and take the Buccaneers spread, but you're right about the Baker stuff. You're right. Um, and look, I want I want to give I want to give Baker Mayfield his props here, right? I I was very very critical of the signing. Uh, very critical of the whole team. Very critical of Bulls. We all just hammered their under in the preseason. Just absolutely hammered it. Uh, and they came out and well, they win nine games. Yeah. So they shoved it. They shoved yep. it to me, but yep. it is a tough spot here going against Philly. It would have been a tough spot regardless because they would have been playing Philly or Dallas. If I'm them, I'm glad I got Philly because they're in disarray. Uh, AJ Brown might not play. I, I am too. I agree with that. I agree with that. And Eagles got to win. They got to win because, and Nick Sirianni's got to win because you 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 can't go on in the off season with zero playoff wins and a culture that's on the verge of coming apart. You can't you with can't an older do that. roster with an older roster with an older, an older roster, roster, especially especially on defense and on the O line. Okay, so you can't. Specifically in the trenches, they're old. So they are. They are old. You you swayed me on the, on Eagles minus three, but I want to be watching this game with. I'll I'll steal the Palpatine line. I'll be watching this with great interest because th- this could go really good for the You're Eagles. Right. You're right. Or this could be You're the right. end of an era for the Eagles potentially. You're right. And yes. I I was on this pod saying the Eagles were the best team in the league, you know, midway through the season, and I believed that in the t- in the moment. But you know, to lose the division the way they did, but you're not, not com- there's no way you're comfortable with. There is no way. There's no way. There is a that you are comfortable as an Eagles fan. Hell no. Hell no. I told Bryce today if I'm an Eagles fan, I am. Effing terrified. Terrified. Yeah. You know, I'm a Colts fan. I was terrified going into that Raiders game at the end of the season. Yes. That is how I imagine Eagles fans feel 
Yeah. And if you meet an Eagles fan and they say, oh, we're going to kick their ass, bullshit. You don't believe that. <laughs> you don't believe that. You don't believe that. You don't believe that. You don't. Fair enough. You don't. Fair because enough. as much as as much as we love to hate on the NFC South and the Bucks, which you can't really hate on them a lot this year. No, you can't. Like they got good they got good DPs. They got good defense. Yeah, they do. They do. They Antoine do. Winfield's a stud. Yeah. He's a good. stud. He might be an all pro this year. Like if AJ Brown plays, what's he gonna do? What's yeah. he gonna do? Yeah. So you know. Ah. It's a weird game from a betting perspective because of all it that. It is weird. It is weird. If Baker is- Mayfield was healthy. If Baker Mayfield was healthy, Dude, I, I'd like it I'd too. Book, I'd book the I'd over. Like it too. I'd book. I'd book the over. I'd book the over, and I'd but, spread. Yeah, but it is. It is curious that it hasn't moved at all. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, yeah, that'll that'll kick things off for us. That's the first weekend of the playoffs. We'll go into the divisional round uh, the following week, so we'll have plenty of results stuff to get into, as well as football to discuss um man it's here playoffs are here it's here alive baby well. it's here alive and well they are here meeting the whole football. month legacies legacies are being written jobs stories are being changed jobs are being open arthur smith no longer having a job because they didn't make the playoffs hey one more thing on that steelers game yeah, go for it. Mike Tomlin probably got Pete Carroll fired. Maybe. I, we'll talk about that in the city. I, I, I think that was a mutual. I think there was a handshake agreement before the season. Doesn't sound like it. That's my theory. That's okay. my theory. I just, it's, I agree with you. Maybe not. But like the fact that he's. Did you see what came out team, while we were on? I guess I did not. It's a Bleacher Report reported uh, he fought to keep the job. Well, there you go. Maybe I mean he, they 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 are moving him to a front office role, uh, which I think does say something. Uh, but I I just but you're right. Maybe maybe it didn't end as well as they would have liked, and uh, that's that's gonna hurt. One of your favorite coaches. I mean, yeah. I mean, the guy, you can't deny his consistency to bring winning products. I mean, I, I will say that he, he brings a winning product. You can't, you can't. And, uh, he, he would, he brings in a winning product. I mean, they were nine and eight and, uh, he, he was a respectable coach. He always is. And, uh, that's just how it works. All right, Pete. Uh, yeah. Welcome in. Welcome in. And, uh, look, Insanity. Uh, we're coming in hot. Clips uh, from the week will be available too for fun if you want to share them with us. Thank you. And uh, have a great day.